Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. So today I felt like this was, I want to dedicate this podcast episode to Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) I feel like this Mercury Retrograde, I was like, yeah, it's all good, like clip season is all good. And then literally today Mercury Retrograde was like, are you okay, hun? Let's just send you some helpful reminders to slow down, (laughs) to flow and that you can't control everything. So this episode is for the controllers, the perfectionists, anybody who's feeling Mercury retrograde right now and anybody who needs to express compassion for themselves. So what sparked off this um, conversation or internal reflection, should I say, um, was I was writing a new chapter of my book at the weekend and on the end of last week, I also interviewed a lovely guest on the podcast who's coming on later on in the year. And we spoke about perfection and we spoke about why we both felt the need to be perfectionist and where that actually stems from and actually how you can start to even decondition that because it's something so deeply conditioned within society that we know this issue was bigger than us. (laughs) You know, we were both experiencing these feelings um, and experiences because it does go into society as well. And I think, you know, something I get asked a lot of the time is like, how can I drop that perfectionism? How can I drop that control? How can I express compassion for myself? And to really simply put, I mean, we're gonna explore it within this podcast, of course, we have to give ourselves permission. And it's frustrating. And I know definitely as myself as a Virgo, and I know that any perfectionist out there is also going to relate to this. like when you feel like you've done something wrong, no matter how small it is or no matter how big it is, you get into that spiral of like shame and blame and then spiraling. And I've definitely felt this the last few weeks. It's definitely part of the energy as um, me and Johnny the guest were saying. It's part of the energy right now. And definitely I feel like we need to be easier on ourselves, have compassion for ourselves and realize it's okay to F up sometimes whether it's on a small scale or a large scale. 
nobody is perfect. Let me just shatter that bubble for you now. Nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect, definitely by no means. And I think there seems to be this pedestaling in life in general where we pedestal people or we pedestal things and we pedestal ourselves sometimes. And we know we, we must say like, oh my God, this person's perfect. I am perfect. This thing is perfect. And then when something doesn't meet that expectation for whatever reason, whether it's your, you know, your fault or not, we then have to deal with that expectation that we've created. Nobody's put that on us. Nobody puts that on anybody else, but we create that expectation. And then when we don't meet that expectation, this is where the shame and blame and spiraling comes in. So actually the compassion for self is really about understanding you're human, I'm human, we're all human. And we're having these human experiences here and learning and evolving and actually it's okay. And really what I wanted to weave into this podcast as well is a lot of the time when people go through healing or even at the beginning of their spiritual journey, actually, you can feel very much like you're meeting that new version of yourself. You can feel like you're walking into a new phase in your life where you're meeting yourself maybe for the first time again, or maybe for the first time truly authentically. And it's looking at, okay, so how do I meet myself? How do I get to know myself? I feel, you know, a lot of people have explained to me over the years, like they feel really lost and they're like, I've gone through this thing, I've healed it, I've moved past it, and now I've lost that version of myself. Who is this version of myself? And that's really not a negative thing. It's actually very positive because we do grow and evolve every single year. I've said it here before, you know, I feel like I've met a new version of myself every single year and I'm sure that will continue to happen. And I'm sure, you know, I'm only 27, but I'm sure with the years that follow, and I'm also in my Saturn return right now. So obviously I really am meeting a new version of myself quite literally from the last, you know, however many years of growing and evolving. So sometimes that can hit people subtly. Sometimes that can be quite a big life truck for people. Um, if you've heard about Saturn returns before, they're interesting. Um, and you go through them like every sort of like 27 to 30 years of your life. So you have your first one at normal, normally like 27 to 30. Um, and then like 57 to 60. And then normally, if you're lucky, you have a third one in your 80s as well. So we go through these phases, but we also go through mini phases as well. And, you know, we live in a cyclic world. We live in a cyclic world full of seasons, of changes, of growth, of evolution, of falling away, of blooming, right? Like we're surround, nature literally is surrounding us with the physical evidence of what happens to us as humans, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And with that, we have to navigate those new versions of ourselves and we have to understand the process of unraveling those new versions of ourselves and understanding that we're never gonna be those past versions of ourselves that we so desperately cling on to, or maybe not sometimes, but actually each new season is beautiful for its own way. Each new season brings new things, new abundance, new joy, new lessons, new blessings. And that that version of you, whether you liked it or not, <laughs> was always with you, but you're up-leveled. You're more authentically, hopefully you're more authentically you with each version you meet. And I think that's what people really crave along the spiritual journey is to meet that more authentic version of themselves. I think that's definitely what intention I had at the beginning of my spiritual journey. So to move forwards with that, it can feel daunting because you've like you've whether you've had the spiritual awakening or whether you've done the deep inner work for example um 
they're big things. They're not easy things to get through. They're like big little roadblocks which you've come through and then to literally be at that new beginning in front of that long road being like, whoa, wait, who am I now, here and now? It can feel overwhelming for a lot of people because you're like, right, well, I'm in this space. So who am I in this space now? I'm not where I used to be and I'm not the person I used to be. So who am I in this space? And really, I think there's three steps to discovering that version of yourself. But the first one has to be compassion. The first one has to be compassion to self and compassion to others because when we create these perfect visions of ourselves or other people or hold ourselves to, normally this is the case, holding ourselves to unrealistic expectations, we're not going to meet them all of the time. But then what happens when you don't meet them, the spiraling happens and the shame and blame happens. And then the judgment or whatever it is happens. And you know, I can be the worst at this sometimes. Like I am definitely someone who is like, work in progress with perfectionism as much as I feel like I've nailed it. Like sometimes like the last few weeks I'm brought to my knees with it and I'm like, whoa, okay, here we are again, but I'm in a new space with it. It's a new layer. I've worked through the last one and I have the awareness and perception now, perspective that I didn't have before where I can catch myself and say, Emma, you're being too Virgo. You're being too perfectionistic, stop hold like check yourself before you wreck yourself and just pull back like just hold on hold fire a second like what is making me want to control that and that's really what perfectionism is it's control it's thinking like well if I do it in this certain way then that's perfect if it's done in any other way it's not perfect and it's saying well actually the universe is in control here we're never really in control at all So if we're always gonna hold ourselves to these unrealistic expectations of things happening our way, are we really co-creating? Are we really manifesting? (laughs) Or are we just trying to hold everything in our terms without the flow? And it's crazy because I've actually felt so flowing the last few months, flowing, receiving, like going through the motions of life, having a whale of a time but then the perfectionism sometimes creeps up and you're like, whoa, there's that control. Whoa, there's that part of me that just needs that reminder of flowing is good. Flowing, not forcing. Because forcing creates the disappointment because of the expectations not being met. And we need to drop the expectations and realize that actually we're human. We're gonna balls it up sometimes. We're gonna say the wrong things. We're gonna do the wrong things. We're learning. And I mean, I've even learned this massively in business, just to give one example of this, of, you know, not always are you gonna get it right. Not always are you gonna say the right thing or do the right thing. But actually, when you're in that safe container of where you can explore and learn in a safe place, And it's really looking at, you know, when whatever the situation is, whether it's work, relationships, friendships, whatever, you know, it's feeling safe enough to make those mistakes, but learn from them and know that you're not gonna be judged or know that you're not gonna be blamed or shamed, but actually we're probably the ones who do the most blaming and shaming to ourselves. And, you know, realizing that nobody really knows what they're doing in life. Nobody really knows the answers to everything. And, you know, experience obviously helps, um, you know, going through life, getting experiences. Of course, that's what builds up our knowledge. But you can't blame yourself for something that you didn't know. You can't blame yourself for doing something wrong when you hadn't done it before. You can't blame yourself for, um, you know, 
messing up or saying the wrong thing if you didn't know better at the time. And if you did, well, that's a great reminder to look at that and say, hmm, how can I improve for next time? So we can't blame and shame ourselves for perfectionism for something we didn't know, right? It just doesn't make sense. It's impossible. How else would we learn things if we didn't make mistakes? And I really want to bring the Queen Brene Brown into this conversation because Brene is literally just life. And I love her authenticity and I love how she really brings this conversation to the table in her work. So if you've heard of her, or if you haven't heard of her, should I say, um, she has a great um, talk show on Netflix. Um, Well, it's more like a workshop, a talk, which is called A Call to Courage. Um, And it's really great, a really great introduction into her work. And I've read her book, Daring Greatly and Rising Strong. And really those are my permission slips to realise that we are in the arena of life, that it is messy and it's not some Instagram filtered perfectionist world where if you make a mistake, nobody else is making that mistake. Oh my God, how did you do that? Like everyone else is perfect. Everyone's living their best life. And oh my God, you're over there making mistakes. Whoa, like that just doesn't happen. You know, the the reality and the truth is, is that we're all experiencing these things and nobody is exempt from life. Nobody is exempt from soul lessons, soul contracts, um, destiny, karma, whatever. Nobody's exempt from that, like everybody. Like even some of the top gurus in this world, they still have challenges. They still have things they work through every single day. We all do. And again, it's it's looking at that and saying like, I'm sure they have compassion for themselves. So why can't you have compassion for yourself? And I think again, it's bringing that inner child back into this and saying, you know, if this was your child, if this was a small child that was yours or, you know, a friend's child, would you stand there and if they said to you, you know, I'm just really upset because, you know, I've, I've let somebody down or like this has happened and I just feel like I could have done better. Like, what would you say to a small child that you knew or your own child if they came up to you and said that? You wouldn't be like, oh my God, you're such a failure. Like you're the worst person ever. I don't even see you right now. Oh my God, how could you get this so wrong? You wouldn't at all. <laughs> you really wouldn't you would hug them, you'd be like, it's okay, like, you know, you make mistakes, you're learning, you're growing, and that's what we need to do to ourselves, we need to give ourselves that motherly, fatherly love, we need to give ourselves and our inner child that compassion that we know we truly deserve, but we are the ones who don't give that compassion to ourselves, because maybe we don't feel worthy of it, maybe we feel that it's a weakness, maybe we feel so caught up in that spiral shame of judgment that we don't see that actually probably a million people have made the same mistake. And even if they haven't, you know, it's okay to get it wrong sometimes. It's okay to not be perfect because what is perfection? It is a idealistic concept that has been created by society to condition us. It doesn't even bloody exist. So actually when you step into your authentic self, you're giving yourself permission to get it wrong. You're giving yourself permission to be in Brene's arena of life and realise that you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And that actually that's okay too. And that in that space of true authenticity and that true exploration of self, you can express yourself fully in whatever way you need to at that point. And this is really the key I want to get across here in terms of finding that, you know, that new level, that new version of yourself during transformation or even at the beginning of a spiritual awakening. Because really you need to, from day one, accept you're going to get it wrong at some point. You will. We all do. And 
it's more about what you take away from that experience and take away from that opportunity, you know, the opportunity you take away from it rather than lingering in that place of why did I get it wrong? It's saying, well, actually, maybe that was meant to happen. And whatever the reason is meant to happen, what's the opportunity here? What's it teaching me? And this is why I'm dedicating this episode to Mercury Retrograde because I feel like so many of us will be able to relate here. And, you know, even like today for me, just all my technology has decided (laughs) to just not work. And I I was meant to record this podcast this morning. It's 4pm. And just even now, my desktop computer sat there like, nah, I'm not gonna work. Even though you've updated me, even though you've turned me off and turned me on three times, nah, I'm not gonna work today, Emma. So I'm recording on my laptop for once. And then this morning, like when I had a coaching session with one of my lovely clients, the Zoom link was like, nah, Emma, I'm not gonna work. Nah, you can be 10 minutes late and your client's gonna be 10 minutes late too because none of the Zoom links are gonna work. And it's just one of those things where you have to be like, sometimes life happens and you're not always gonna get it right. (laughs) And I'm not saying I didn't get it right in those instances because clearly, you know, it's out of my control. But Mercury Retrograde teaches us that actually, sometimes we have to slow down to be able to speed up. Sometimes we have to slow down to rest, to recuperate, to reevaluate, realign all of the re's here. And although it can feel frustrating and although it's like hitting your head against a brick wall sometimes in Mercury Retrograde, it's showing you something. And for me, it was showing me, um, even with plans being rescheduled as well, and just the stress of all of those things happening in one morning as well, of like, oh my God, this, the workload I did have, which was a lot has now doubled. It's then saying, okay, what's Mercury teaching me here? What is Mercury showing me here that is allowing me to slow down, reevaluate and re-energize sometimes as well? It's showing me that actually, as much as I want to be perfect in these situations, I can't always be perfect. And that people understand things happen and technology doesn't work sometimes. And that actually the time that has been given to me through the frustrations of everything not working today um, has allowed me to spend time with Luna. It's allowed me time to sit in the garden and enjoy the sun. It's allowed me to actually reprioritize what my priorities were today and look at it in a new way and and reminded myself to have compassion and realize that shit happens. (laughs) Shit happens and there's nothing you can do about it. And actually what it showed me was those perfectionist traits. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The perfectionist energy that's been there the last few weeks. Um, it's just showing me that again and saying, look, just witness it. Witness it, sit with it. How can you move through that? How can you move through that space without judging yourself, realizing that you're not always gonna get it right and that you can't always be a perfectionist because perfection doesn't even exist. And moving forwards, what's the lesson here? Well, I'm not really sure what the lesson about. I mean, clearly the lesson is to update my computer more often. I definitely will admit that one because I don't do it enough. So yes, Apple, I will update my computers more often. Thank you, Mercury, for reminding me of that. But the Zoom link says generally nothing I can do about that. But me and my client laughed about it and it was quite topical of the session. So that's that. And in terms of recording the podcast, well, hey, I've got a lot of perspective since this morning. So it meant that this podcast could be fuller of knowledge and fuller of perspective, right? Um, and recorded at the perfect time. And the plans, well, hey, divine timing, right? Like we can't be perfect. So again, it's just reminding you of like, you think you know what the right thing to do is, or you think you know what the right timing is, but really the universe is like, slow down, wait a minute, it's fine. Like you don't need to be in control all the time. Like, chill, take a chill pill is what I feel the universe told me to, to do today. And I was like, okay, okay. I was, as I'm crying in a corner. I'm joking, I wasn't. But I think so many people can feel stress of Mercury retrograde. And it is a stressful time, especially when technology is not working and you need to be at an appointment or be at a session or, you know, generally you need to create something or do something at work. You know, having your computer not work is pretty big sometimes. So, what can you do in that space? What is it teaching you? What is it showing you? And what is the awareness here? Mercury retrograde is all about bringing the light to the surface of saying, okay, where do you need to shine that light upon? Where do you need to shine your awareness on? And what is Mercury highlighting for you right now? So yeah, probably it is highlighting a bit of balance for me as well and saying like, right, don't overwhelm yourself with your workload. How can you maybe have a bit more boundaries with uh, with my loved ones? that maybe you did need to stay in and work today instead of um, going out and enjoying the sunshine. But I got a lot done and I feel a lot more calmer for that because I have got a lot done. And there's always other days, sunny days. Well, I question that in the UK, but hopefully there's more sunny days coming, which will be fine. So again, Mercury is obviously the ruler of travel, communication and technology. All three for me today, all three, travel, communication and technology. Um, so we've got a hat trick, but actually, mm, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as you think it is at the time. And really, again, it's just giving yourself that permission to have compassion and say, look, it's just one of those things that happens, right? (laughs) Like even Emma here on this podcast, Mercury retrograde gets her sometimes. It really does. And it's not a negative and it's not a positive. I mean, maybe there are positives, of course, there's always positive in something, but it's definitely not a negative. It's just it happens. It's a bit like thoughts. Don't see thoughts as positive or negative things. They're just thoughts. They just filter through. Like with Mercury retrograde, things happen. It's going to pass. This too shall pass, right? And really like looking 
at that space of how can you drop the expectations? How can you drop your perception of what you think is perfect or the right thing? Like really at the end of the day to summarize all of this, it's looking at that flow state of how can you flow more with life? How can you flow more with Mercury Retrograde? How can you flow more with finding that new version of yourself? I feel like I've combined about 10 different topics in this podcast, but we'll roll with it. Work with me here. And how can you flow with having compassion for yourself, with, you know, dropping the expectations and perfectionism, but also even like comparison as well. Like I feel like comparison comes into this aspect as well of feeling like we're behind or that we're not enough or or whatever the story is here of really that if you look underneath the perfectionism the trauma is underneath there where I say trauma it could be a limiting belief or fear but actually there might have been a moment which is classed as trauma which has given you you know that tendency to be a perfectionist and as Johnny said in the podcast it's coming out in October we've got a bit of a wait but it'll be worth it I promise you know he talks about how perfectionism is actually an addiction and it really is because with that societal conditioning, we're then programmed to be like judgmental of ourselves. And then really we then work even harder to be perfect and get it right and, you know, never get anything wrong. And actually it's just even more draining at that point to then get everything wrong. And then you're like, oh my God. So really it's like, well, actually, if you give yourself permission to express yourself fully in the most authentic way that you can, okay, some people may not, you know, fully be like, yeah, this is fine. You may get some judgment, you may get some criticism, you may get whatever, but that's their stuff. The people who love you, the people who are, you know, the true soul fam as such, they're gonna love and accept you and hold you no matter what. And it's finding those safe containers where you are safe enough to express yourself, whether it's right, whether it's wrong. It's looking past that and saying, you know, as Rumi's famous quote is, you know, past the rights, past the wrongs, past the conceptions of what is right and wrong. Meet me in the field. That is the worst interpretation of his quote ever, but it's a beautiful quote that I've absolutely just butchered. But it is looking past the field of right or wrong. It's saying, you know, what classes is right or wrong? Like if you know that something has hurt somebody or is not the kindest thing, then you know that that's maybe not the right thing to do. But you know, maybe it's not even that bad. Maybe it's just a case of your perception is telling you that something is wrong. You did something wrong when actually it's like, but was it wrong? Or was it that you didn't meet your expectation of yourself? Oh, oh, that hit hard. (laughs) That hit hard even for me. Was it right? Was it wrong? Or was it just that you didn't meet your expectation of yourself? Like, you know, that, that expectation that you've set was it this actually you didn't quite meet that? Which is ridiculous anyway, because you know, when you pedestal yourself or give yourself unrealistic expectations, you're never gonna meet them. You're never gonna meet them because you're always gonna fall short because you're messy, you're a human being, you're in your divine feminine energy, hopefully, which is messy energy. It's flowing, it's crashing, it's everything. The feminine energy is not linear. The feminine energy is not a perfect energy. It is the energy to give yourself permission to fuck up. It's the energy to give yourself permission to flow and be expressive and be your authentic self. And when you give yourself permission to be your authentic self, it's also claiming, yes, it's an invitation to claim your true self and true values, but also it's an invitation to express that it's okay to not get it quote unquote right. 
it's okay to get it quote unquote wrong sometimes, but pass right, pass wrongs, what is left? What is left past those things? Is it worth it? Is actually giving yourself compassion maybe the kindest thing you can do to yourself today and realize again, like that small inner child in you just wants love, just wants to be seen, just wants to be held and know that it's okay to express themselves and know that it's okay to get it quote unquote wrong. Because just think like with any child, we don't, you know, obviously unless it's really bad then you might punish a child. But do you know what I mean? Like if we just punished ourselves for everything that we did or do, are we growing? Are we having compassion? Is that the right thing to do? Um, And most of the time we are harder on ourselves when we don't need to be, when we don't need to be. So really take the Ruby quote. I'm probably, I'm gonna Google the Ruby quote because I feel like if you go away and you're like, yeah, Emma said on her podcast, this amazing Ruby quote that was just about a field but I didn't really understand it. Um, I will read the official the official Rumi quote, so you have it. Okay, here we go, here's how it should have sounded. Out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field, I will meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phase each other doesn't make any sense. And it's true, it looks past the concepts of everything, of left, right, up, down, right, wrong, and comes back to that oneness. Really, that is that oneness. And Shaman Durek talks about this again, again, another person coming on the podcast, about duality and looking at ourselves outside of duality and saying, look, everybody tries to put everything in two separate categories, right, wrong, yes, no, light, dark, whatever, when actually it's all one and we need to embrace all one. Our shadow self, you know, that part of us that maybe gets things wrong or, you know, has that messy authentic self, that feminine energy, even look at masculine and feminine energy there, the yin yin and the yang. We all have that polarity, quote unquote, but actually it's looking at it and saying, although we have the polarity, it's looking outside of the polarity to say, how can we love ourselves fully? How can we love ourselves unconditionally? How can we love the shadow side within us, which is there? How can we love the inner child more? How can we show up and reparent ourselves and give ourselves compassion and love? So instead of seeing things as white or black or yes, no, right, wrong, left, right, whatever, it's looking at it all as the whole picture and saying outside of all of that, what is left? Only love, right? (laughs) Like what is left outside of that? And saying like, how can you then return to that place within yourself where you're not spiraling into you know your perfectionism or whatever it is and saying right outside of all of this what is left did anybody die hopefully not (laughs) like hopefully the answer is not to that so if nobody died and you have the awareness and you know you know what you could have done better and mercury's messing with you and you're like okay i see it i witness it what is outside of that nothing Nothing, doesn't mean anything. In three weeks time, will this even matter? No. So if it doesn't, and maybe that is a yes to you, so obviously honor that. But if it is a no, it's giving yourself permission to drop it and say, right, drop the expectation. Didn't need that. It's not serving me. It's not doing me any good. So I'm gonna drop it. And if I need to pick it up at any time to look at it, 
reevaluate it, realign it, whatever, I can. But use this three week period of Mercury retrograde to rest, to pull back, to go within and witness all of this and say, right, outside of right and wrongdoing, what's in between that? What is in between that where I can come into that duality and not have to see polarity continuously? Yes, witness the polarity, but come into duality with it and say, how can I give myself more compassion? How can I return to love? How can I bring myself back to that neutral space where I'm able to witness things from a level mind, where I'm able to witness things as what they are, not what my inner child, inner critic ego is perceiving as wrongdoing or perceiving as I got it wrong or I messed up or it was not enough or whatever. Like step outside of all of that and look and say, right, this is what's happened. Can you change that? No, I mean, maybe you can take action moving forwards, but you can't change what's in the past. And you also can't predict what's coming in the future. So you might as well admit, you're probably gonna mess up in the future as well, but you have awareness. You have perception and awareness of how you can you know, move forwards with the clarity and awareness you have now, meaning you're not going to do it again because you know for next time that if something comes up, you can say, right, hey, hey, witness you, how can I give that inner child some love? How can I you know, respond or take a different action this time. And that's how you know you've grown. That's how you know you've evolved. So really meeting that new version of yourself is everything I've shared within this podcast. It's taking it day by day and saying, you know, what do I need today? It's honoring your needs in every single moment. Again, looking outside of the polarity and saying, here I am here in the middle. I'm learning and discovering this new version of myself. Who am I? So honor your needs day to day because honoring your needs day to day, whether that's resting, whether that's eating, whether that's reading, whatever it is, little by little, day by day, all of those things add up. And when you add it up and you explore and you play and you give yourself permission to be the messy human being you truly are, and we all are, you allow yourself to delve into, but dive into also the true authentic version of yourself who is allowed to express themselves, who is allowed to get it wrong, who is allowing themselves compassion and grace. So that from that space, you then develop that character. You learn who you are. You learn your likes and dislikes in this new phase and can be like, okay, this is me. This is me here and now. But it's a process. It's an unfolding process, which takes time. Just like with anything, it takes time. So you know, you're probably at the beginning right now, maybe you're not. And nobody ever really has it properly figured out. So don't feel like you have to have it all figured out at the beginning or wherever, what space you're in, because really none of us have everything figured out. We're always learning, we're learning on the job, we're evolving, we're growing, we're witnessing, we're taking lessons, blessings, a whole lot. And that's how you find yourself. That's how you immerse yourself into that new version of yourself and expand and contract and look at the duality and really explore this space is by giving yourself permission to really explore and express yourself fully. So by giving yourself that authentic expression, you have to, you know, you have to witness what I've said about the, you know, you're probably gonna get things wrong but also it's then giving yourself permission to do that and say, look, it's okay. And the more you do that, the more the inner child feels reassured. So therefore you're supporting yourself as you're moving forward. But when you're on your needs each day and ask yourself, what do I need today? What do I need today? 
you're moving forwards. Even though you may feel like you're not, you are moving forwards. So I hope in a really roundabout Mercury retrograde way, <laughs> this has all somehow made some magical sense. I'm sure it has. But I just wanted to share my thoughts and musings on that because I felt like it was really potent for my clients. And like, obviously I've spoken about the perfectionism with myself. And I really just feel like this is a great time to share this for people who have gone through, you know, a lot throughout the last year with COVID, who maybe have had spiritual awakenings, who maybe have done the inner work, and again, we meet new versions of ourselves constantly. So this is going to appeal to, you know, so many people or resonate with so many people because we all go through these stages. We're cyclic beings. We go through these stages every year, every month in small ways as well, right? So it's witnessing the polarity, but then also looking at it with duality of how can you move past that? So Shaman Derek's episode will be coming out in a few months time. So definitely check that out. He obviously is the expert on talking about duality and it's really interesting what he has to say about this as well. Um, and Johnny's episode will be out in October, um, the perfectionist side of things. So keep those dates in your diary. So I hope this has helped you guys. Please do let me know your thoughts as well on this topic or the many topics we've covered in today's episode. I would love to hear your thoughts as well as always. So you can come on over to my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook, um, which is free to join and let me know what you think in there or DM me on Instagram, message me. I always reply to things. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.